I don't make the rules, I just enforce them. At that point in my life, I became a thief. Someone get this cheddar cheese off the fucking carpet. You just gotta have fun with it, you know? Welcome to the Morning Dew Podcast. And welcome back to the Morning Dew Podcast, episode not even sure. Welcome back. Um, good to uh, good to be back. Honestly, guys, honestly, it's a shitstorm out there. Like, brace yourselves, guys. It's a shitstorm. Dude, shit's been, shit's been hitting the fan for real. Recently, it's just, there's so much shit going on. Like, I'll tell I'll tell you a few things going on. Number one. Number one. Is uh, there's a giant fucking hurricane going on. Uh, another one, you know. Uh, birds have been flying into my house. Like they've been flying into the window of my house. Uh, like a a couple of them now. Don't know what's happening there. Is it tied together? Not sure. Uh, looks like we're on the verge of another World War Three. Awesome, you know. That's just more more shit to just throw. Why don't we just throw in more stuff? It's clearly it's clearly the end of days. Let's just throw in everything, you know. And on top of that, I'm like starting school, so I'm trying to like keep calm and just think about not everything hitting the fan, you know. I'm just trying to do do me a little bit. But it's hard to do you when the world's doing you already, you know? All odds are against you. When all odds are against you, it's hard to keep your sanity a little bit. So then sometimes you have to go into your room and just stare at the wall for a little bit, you know? Think about things, right? Um But for real, dude, it's been so it's been so crazy, like Dude, imagine, like, that, I've seen that hurricane, like, shit's been going crazy. Like, that, that thing is for real. Like, Hurricane Ida or something, you know? Like, another, another shitty name. Another, like, what's the deal with the names, actually, of these hurricanes? They're all, have you, have you guys, it's like a pattern. They're all, like, they're all very old names. Like, they're very like classic old names that like someone would have had in the 60s or a name that some asian family would give their son or daughter when they just moved to canada you know ida or something you know or like gregory or george you know something that just no one would name their kid now but like except for asian families or if you're still if you're like 85 years old and I mean, that's cool, I guess. I don't know. I feel like there's got to be some reasoning behind that. I, I haven't really looked into it, but um, that shit's wild. I, I've seen so much of it on TV. And you know what the funniest part? Like, I can't help but laugh. When these motherfuckers at, like, CNN send send these, like, junior reporters out into the middle of the storm. Like, right in the heart of it. You know? Like that, it, it's almost like it's their first gig. They're like, you, they're like, you want to work at CNN? 
let's give you let's give you a, your first gig. Um, you're you're flying out to you're flying out to New Orleans right now. It's in the heart of the storm. You just gotta be ready. You just gotta be ready to go. Let's get you reporting. Let's get you down and dirty. You know you're gonna have to wear a poncho and look like an idiot. And you know what? You might get thrown around by that wind. That wind's kind of that's no joke. No one should be out there, but we're gonna send you out there anyways. We gotta get a story. You know, we gotta get you right in the middle of it just to just to show everyone you're you're a bitch. And uh, and you gotta earn it. You gotta really kill it. If the mic cuts out, you're done. <laughs> the amount of times the mic fucking like the guy would be talking to the camera, and then all of a sudden it's and you didn't hear hear a fucking word that he said. Like his mouth is moving, and it's just. You're like, dude, what the, why is he out here? We don't need, what, how much more information is this going to give us? It's, they send this guy and a cameraman in the middle of the storm. And he's like, yeah, we're out here and uh, it's raining, it's raining real hard. I'm, uh, I'm trying not to shit myself. And, uh, and I've also been blown over several times. Um, this building beside me is about to fall over on me, but... We're just gonna we're just gonna stay here and hope for the best. Um, I everyone's already evacuated this city. Um, we're actually the only ones here. Um, I don't know. I, I don't feel too safe. Back to you guys. You know. And there and and this and it's the senior and then they send it back to the fucking senior reporter who's always like um, it's always like that. Uh, oh God, what the hell's his name? Um. You know, the, the, like, the top, the, the kings on CNN, you know what I mean? Those top guys who they get it back, and they, they've got, like, the silkiest voices. And they're like, wow, that's inspiring stuff. Thank you so much for, uh, for that down there, guys. And I hope you all are safe. And they just don't even care. They're just reading scripts, man. They don't give a shit. They know that these guys are interns. They're just trying to earn their spot. And then these these fucking head honchos don't give a shit. They just send them out there and be like, "Well, hope for the best. They might come back. They might not. Who knows?" You're fucking dude. You're you're just dispensable at that point. You're just another, you know. You're just another piece. You're just another piece that you know. If that piece goes missing, so be it. We'll get another one, bro. That would be such a shit gig. Um. But it's so, it's so funny seeing those reporters just fighting for their lives out there. And you know that they had no choice. Like, the, you know that they were just thrown out there. Because CNN wants a good, oh, they want you right in the heart of it. It's so fucking funny, man. But yeah, that's like, amidst all of that, and like, there's wars going on, you know? And I'm just... It, it, it's so bad and I just sitting I'm just sitting at home looking through Instagram and like seeing all this shit and then I just I sit in my room like just doing nothing I just feel hopeless you know I'm just not <laughs> contributing but I'm in school man it's tough school just started for me too and it's been uh, it's been good so far but let me tell you a crazy story um, so the day before school started, so as I'm recording this, this is actually my first day. I had my first day of school today 
yesterday I had a school uh, a tour a campus tour and so the night before my campus tour so my campus tour was yesterday so the night before yesterday um I come downstairs and it just smells like I just smell some weed you know that's what like it's such a distinct smell I just smelt it in the house but all the doors were open so I just assumed like ah someone's probably smoking something outside like one of the neighbors you know and uh uh, I didn't really think much of it. And then uh, I just, you know, I whatever. I went to the fridge, got some food. And uh, and then my cat walks in. Walks in from the door, from the backyard door. And there's like foam coming out of her mouth. A little suspicious, right? I don't know what the hell's going on. I just take a glance over. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I take one step closer to inspect and I'm hit with a wall of stench. And it's not just like garbage stench. It's like indescribable how bad it was. And I could tell right away that it was a skunk. Because it's something I've never smelled before. I'm like, this is, it's so weird because it's not even like a gag worthy smell. Like it's not. It doesn't hit you like that, but it hits you. It's like so pungent. It almost like stung my nostrils. Uh, if I could describe it, it had like three phases of smell. Number one, it started off as weed. I feel like that was when the first contact came, right? When the So basically what happened is my cat literally got in a fight with a skunk outside in my backyard. And it sprayed her right in her face so that might have been what caused the foaming who fucking knows you know um and so it was like the spray was directly on her face and so when she walked in it brought all of the scent spread throughout the entire house and she was just on the main floor and it spread through every room and it sticks it fucking sticks on like everything like all of the clothes in my closet were absolutely reeked and she didn't even and she, my cat didn't even come up here like that's how bad it is man like that that skunk smells no joke and it has three phases of smell it starts off as like weed and then it morphs into uh like a super strong uh onion smell but like a it's like an onion smell like not in a good way like it's like a rotten onion that's like super pungent like it stings and it makes your eyes almost water you know when you smell it and then the third stage which it's at now is uh it's like a burn like something burning like it smells like i couldn't describe what exactly but like just a general burnt smell and so it's like it's super weird. It's so unique, man. Like, I had never smelled anything like that before. And, uh, it, it lingers. It, it's anything, like, when it hits the air, anything that's, like, around, it'll just stick to. It's still on my cat. Like, it's been a, it's been a couple days. And, uh, we didn't put her in the tomato soup shit, uh, 
because I heard that doesn't like, I don't think it works all that well. We had to put like hydrogen peroxide and shit in, in water and like soap and bather and that was a pain in the ass. I don't know what it is about cats and not liking water. It's such a weird, such a weird thing. She made some noises that I've never heard her make before. Super weird. Um, I had to bathe her and like it didn't really work. It like kind of worked, but she still stinks. And the like the problem was the house. The house was just flooded with that scent. And uh, so we've like been trying to spray a bunch of shit around and like it still stinks. Um, so yeah, I just wouldn't recommend it. Um, I tried looking up all these remedies online and like it, it all kind of works, but none of it is like crazy instantly effective. Um, but that shit sucks, man. Like why the fuck is, why is there a skunk around here? Where are they from? Don't they live in like forests? I don't know. Like I've never, I've never ever seen one like in person. Not even at, like, a zoo. They don't even have them as zoos. Um, but I, uh, I, I checked in the backyard. Like, I wanted to see if it was around, like, if she killed it. And it wasn't even, uh, it wasn't even there. It was just, like, th there was nothing there. It just stank out there. But I did find, like, a hole under the fence. Like, a hole that was dug underneath the fence. So I just, like, covered the hole up. Um, so I don't know It I feel like, I feel like skunks are pretty sneaky. I feel like they could just crawl, like dig another hole, you know, or something. But like, fuck, but maybe my cat taught it a lesson. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't want to come back. Cause like, it's not dead, but, uh, like it looked like a fight. Cause my cat was like gashed up a little bit. So I mean, good honor. Like she put up a, she put up a good battle, I think. But, like, for fuck's sakes, we have to put her in the, uh, in the laundry room. I can't even, if she comes near me, dude, I'm, I'm fucked. So, this was the day before, uh, my class tour, or my school, my campus tour, and, like, I thought I was gonna stink. Like, this was a nightmare. The day before I go and meet all of my classmates for the first time and i'm just reeking like skunk so i had to give my clothes like a hard wash and maybe i did stink maybe to be honest with you everyone's impressions on me are probably like i'm probably skunk boy now to be honest i'm probably skunk boy i mean we all had masks on like thank god one of the few times i'm glad that we have masks because dude I would be crucified. Everyone would be like, oh, who smells like shit? And I would, I feel like I would be obligated to say, yeah, that's, sorry about that, guys. Like, I'm gonna, I'll just see my way out, alright? I'll drop the course, you know. I just, I'll just get out of the program. Sorry about that. I can't be, I can't be skunk boy for four more years, you know? It's just, I can't ruin my reputation like that. It's just bad timing. Everything's going to shit, man. So this, yeah, this fucking skunk. So the cat still reeks. The skunk is gone. I almost wish I found its dead carcass, you know. 
so that I would I would have affirmation that it's never going to come back. And also because I want to see what one looks like. I'm so curious. But I would I would literally have to go up to it. The only way I'm touching it is if I have a hazmat suit on. Because like that shit, dude, I'll say it again. It sticks. Sticks to like anything. So just, you know, beware, right? Just don't go roaming into a forest. Or apparently don't be in your backyard. Because I guess they come into backyards now. You know? Had no fucking idea. Um, but yeah, there's like so much weird shits going, been going on, dude. There's this one, uh, there's this one Asian kid at my work that like, you know, he's a super, he's a very like detail oriented guy and he like, he wants to get everything perfect. You know, he's one of those guys and he's very, uh, you know, he's not like a extreme dude, you know, he has like very particular tastes. And then I was at work the other day and all of a sudden he's like, you good if uh, he has this, he has control of the speakers in the back. He's like, you good if I play a uh, big booty mix seven? And I just lost it. The, the least, you know, the last suspecting guy you would think to listen to a big booty mix seven says that out loud. And you're like, Jesus, man. I mean, yes, please. Be my guest. If you're not going to play it, I will. <laughs> you know? So weird, dude. So much weird shit going on, you know? Um, and you know what else is weird? I, uh, I've been starting to eat out of my comfort zone a little bit. Um, so I know, I know how I said before that I like, I'm always that guy who, you know, I eat like a burger. I always play it too safe when I go out and eat. Like if I see a burger on the menu, I, the problem the problem I think I brought up was I end up looking at the menu for too long. And I try and look for things that are the safe bet. And then I convince myself that that's what I want. Like the one time I went to Tony Roma's and they're known for their ribs and I got a burger. And that was the only time I went to Tony Roma's. And of course they had a subpar burger. Which they should, because if they had a really good burger, then why the fuck are they calling them the rib guys, you know? Why are they promoting their ribs? And um, so I went to a, I went to a new restaurant I haven't been to, and I was like, you know what? I have to be out of my comfort zone here. I have to get something I would never usually get. So I did a quick scan of the top half of the menu, and I saw... Um, I saw fish tacos, never had fish tacos in my life, but I, I don't mind fish. I'm not, I'm not like, uh, I'm not one of those people that just like refuses to eat fish. You know what I mean? If you're one of those people dude, just grow up, you know what I mean? Unless you're allergic to it, then you can't really do much growing up. You're just born with it, I guess. Um, so you know what? You're an exception, but I'm talking about those people that just like refuse to eat it. Cause they're like, ew, ew, fish slimy. I mean, I'm kind of like that, to be honest, with tuna. Because I had a bad childhood experience with tuna. I remember I went over to my friend's house, my neighbor's house, one day to go hang out with him. And uh, his mom made tuna sandwiches. And they were the stankiest motherfucking things I've ever smelled. And I ate one and I almost threw up. And ever since that day, I never, 
I, I hate tuna. Like, I can't be in the same room as someone who eats tuna if it, like, breaks. I'm a little bit better with it now. Like, if you eat it beside me, I'll be like, I, I just won't say anything. But I won't be happy, really. Like, I might change my mood for a little bit. But that's whatever, you know. Just eat your fucking tuna and get it over with. Um, so I'm kind of like that with tuna. But that's just, like, a childhood trauma thing. Um, but, I mean, dude, like, fish fish is good, I think, in general, you know. Uh, and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to try these fish tacos. And I think if I had them anywhere else, I would have been really happy with it. But it was, like, kind of subpar there. Because their food was, like, I don't know. It was okay. The quality in general, I think, was lacking. Um, but uh, I tried it. That the, the important thing is I went out of my comfort zone, you know. And uh, I just wanted you guys to know that because I'm trying. I'm really trying out here. I'm trying to change my tastes a little bit. Trying to be, I'm trying to increase my culinary knowledge. Oh, but I'm not cooking. I'm trying, what the fuck? I don't even know. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, you know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to expand my horizons. That's what I'm trying to do. I really wanted to emphasize that because that was the right, that was the right sentence. Um, kind of like how I emphasize saying ubiquitous in every paper that I write because you just need to do it because you just want an A, right? If you want an A, you put ubiquitous in your paper. My friend listened to the podcast and, uh, I had to get him to write me a character reference. And of course he put ubiquitous in the character reference and I'm like, perfect. I'll get whatever I need. Thanks. You're, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I really did appreciate that, actually, because he, he truly listened. And now I think he's going to take that knowledge and he's going to use it in further papers. And then people are going to be impressed with him. So I'm just spreading the wealth here. I'm spreading the knowledge. You know what I mean? So if you're if you're thinking about it, if you're like, if you're if you're writing a paper right now as you're listening to this and you're like, what will take this paper to the next level? Just throw that word in there. Even if it maybe doesn't even make sense to throw it in, just use it. Right now where your pen is, just write it out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, dude, I'm getting out of my comfort zone with the food and I'm happy about it. I'm going to start doing that more. You know, I'm going to go to a restaurant and be like, and the first thing that I see that I wouldn't normally get but sounds good I think I'm going to order it like every time now because I just got to change it up, dude. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm tired of burgers, to be honest with you. I'm tired of burgers. Dude, the world's going to end like soon. It's clear, right? It's clear that everything's going to shit. And if my palate isn't like Gordon Ramsay level, then what am I doing? I need to be trying all these different foods out. You know? I'm just... Otherwise, I'm just... I'm restricting myself. And it's just not... It's just not good to have a... A... A limited palate, I guess. I just haven't experienced all of it, you know? Bro, like, I gotta try... I gotta try, um... Caviar, you know? And truffle. 
And I hear both of those things are kind of shit. But, like, it's something that you just have to be uh, a little bit bougie about it. You just got to try it. You just have to try it one day, right? Like, that's... You just have to do it. Like, I feel like you haven't lived a full life if you haven't tried caviar and truffle. Um, yeah, God, like... You know what? The, I, I had a... I, I thought about that, like, expanding my palate. And it brought back memories of, like, when I tried things for the first time and how amazing they were. And I remember the first time I tried chocolate milk was in elementary school. And I guess you guys all probably had, uh, like, did you guys have Milkman guys at your elementary school or like the milk how would I even call it like you could buy milk or like you had a punch card you had a punch card that you could get milk with at lunch and I think most elementary schools had that we had that and uh, our milk guy who was like giving out the milk he was the guy who stood by the fridge the milk fridge at lunch and would dish them out he was our custodian. And this fucking... I won't say his name just because, you know, just because. Uh, and this guy rode a Harley Davidson motorcycle to work every day. And he wore Harley Davidson shirts. He had a long gray beard and the most piercing eyes I've ever seen in my life. So this guy was a scary dude, you know, like he was a, he was a, uh, a hell's angel or whatever you call them. Those guys that ride the bikes. Um, he was definitely one of those dudes. So like probably in a gang, he probably had a, a concealed weapon that he brought, brought to work every day at an elementary school. And, uh, and he was the guy dishing out the milk. So like, if you rubbed him the wrong way, there was a chance that he had a Glock or something. That he would just pop out on you. And the worst part about this guy. Was that. Anytime. You needed something from him. He would. Demand. Like he would absolutely need. You to say thank you. Or. Like you're welcome. You know what I mean? Like you had to be. You had to be polite with this guy. Otherwise, it rubs him the wrong way, man. He's just one of those guys that likes it, you know? He needs that. It's like a life or death thing, almost. Every time you, you know, had a conversation with this guy. And so every time you would go up to uh, get some milk from this guy at lunchtime, if you, if you decided that I'm going to risk my life today for a chocolate milk... And you went in line, you would go in line, when you got to him, he would he would stare into your soul and burn it with his eyeballs. He would hand you the chocolate milk, he would punch your punch card, and then um if and then you would have to say thank you. He wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't drop his eye contact unless you say the thank you. If you didn't, if let me pick, paint a picture for you. If you didn't say thank you to this man, you took your chocolate milk, 
he punched your card and you turned around and walked away you might not see daylight anymore that's how bad it was this man would pull you back and give you the sixth sense I don't know exactly what that means but I know that movie and it's scary it was scary it's kind of old now this man would he was the devil he was the devil at the end of the day he was the devil and I swear to god I, I remember my one friend didn't say thank you once and I never saw him again I swear to god I haven't seen him since that day so like maybe he's still locked up in some f closet you know who fucking knows but this guy this guy was a scary motherfucker and I learned something valuable that day or that I guess my entire journey through uh, through getting chocolate milk from this man I learned that you know you just gotta be you gotta give people what they want because otherwise you're gonna get shit on you gotta give people what they want if you want if you want to live <laughs> you know what I mean if you want to get your way you gotta give people what they want because life is just life is mysterious but you know what if you want to have a if you want to have a nice life and a, an enjoyable one sometimes you just gotta give people what they want gotta say what they want you know just to just to make them happy because if you rub people the wrong way it's gonna look it's gonna get dirty dude especially if you're messing with guys like this you know you don't you don't want to get involved so just you know be respectful right just treat people treat people the way that they want to be treated you know this ended up being a bit of a ted talk I, I sound like I'm giving a, like I have a moral to this story, I guess. Just, you know, tell them what they want to hear, right? Make their day. Because some, I, you know, most people, if you don't say what they want, it's not a big deal. But you just got to be careful. You may as well say what everyone wants to hear. And then you're, no one's going to get hurt. <laughs> that's, that's the end of the story right there. No one's going to get hurt, right? Um. But yeah, that I, I, it made me think of that when I, like, because some about that made tasting that chocolate milk so much better. Like I remember the very first time I did it, it felt like. It felt like I stole it. It felt like I don't know. It felt like such a weird feeling. It felt like I stole the chocolate milk. Cause I. I I took it from him. I I told him what he wanted to hear, and he like let me free. It almost felt like he let me free, you know, with this chocolate milk. So it felt like I earned it almost. Maybe not stole it, but I like earned it. And then you, you, when you earn something and have it for the first time, nothing's better than that. Your emotions go all crazy. It's just a roller coaster. Um, and that was a wild, that was a wild experience. I was like, damn, dude, chocolate milk. This shit hits hard. And uh, I still drink it to this day. I drink that protein, uh, that Fairlife chocolate milk, you know, that adult version. 
got that protein in it. Got to stay fit, but also have your chocolate milk because, like, that shit, that shit's bussin', you know. Can't just give it up. And it makes me think back to that day every time I drink it. And I'm like, you know what? I earned this. Every time I drink it, I'm like, I earned this shit, you know. Even if I didn't earn it, I earned it back then, so I kind of earned it now. Does that make sense? No, absolutely not. But, like, it's just the way I feel about it. Um... Well, I thank you guys for uh, for listening. I know I'm a little bit late here. It's been it's been busy with uh, with everything going on in the world ending. You know, you boys got you boys making moves. Um, but uh, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you, and uh, I will catch you on the next one. See you later.